0: As the days grow colder and the nights grow longer, all you need is a nice warm blanket, a cup of warm cocoa, and the smooth sounds of Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loudcast, the ultimate kiss podcast. This is Jay Scott from The Hook Rocks, and I get all my kiss info from the Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus.
1: Welcome to episode three of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table. And of course, the table gets smashed. This is episode three. This is Tom and Zeus's Halloween Picks, volume one. Woo! And as always, I'm joined by Zeus. What's up, brother?
2: Not a much, my friend. And yes. Bam! (laughs) Um... (laughs) One of the reasons I wanted us to do a dorm damage is because one of the things that I know is a Tom thing, not a Zeus thing, and it's not a shout out loud casting, is your love of horror movies. And you've mm-hmm. got a certain skill set, and you will <laughs> use that skill set on this podcast. And okay. where can we get that? We can't talk about Kiss and get Tom's Halloween movies. No. Because I know what he's going to say. Well, fan of the
1: Park. fan of the Park. Oh, Paul Lynn's Halloween special.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> After that, we're stuck. And we can't <laughs> do it on album review crew because fucking, I don't know, Sonny will pull, pull out Lenny and Squiggy's fucking Halloween songs <laughs> of 1977. Why, album. Are you,
1: why are you giving him ideas? <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. But so this is dorm damage figures in. I know a lot of you guys out a lot of loudcasters like to pick Tom's brain about horror movies. Well, so do I, so do I. <laughs> and uh, this is a great, great excuse to get that information out of Tom's head into the stratosphere. Oh
1: yeah. And I also a couple what a month ago or so ago, um, I created a Facebook group. Of course, yes. it's, of course, it's Kiss-themed. It's called The Chamber of Thrills. And I keep trying to add people in there. That it's, it's growing slowly. There's some people there that like to, you know, and it's just sharing stuff about movies, posts about horror stuff, you know, especially with Halloween season. So if you're not part of that group and you're interested and you're hearing this and you're like, oh, I didn't know this was a thing, The Chamber of Thrills, of course, from Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park.
2: Yeah. Well, so before we get started, you give your list, okay? Yeah. I've got a few of my own. Uh, I, I bet you most of them are generic that you know. Uh, however, uh, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. So I want to be the listener that is out there that has all these questions about horror movies. And you are the expert guest. Uh-oh. Okay. So we're putting a list of movies that you recommend Halloween. Like, ooh. Yeah. And spooks and freaks S- and goblins. S- oh, Yeah. Exactly. So, for me, I, my first question to you would be when you're putting this list together and you say horror, yeah, which what what defines horror? Is it the monster that gets everybody? Is it the pop out of a corner and jump and scare you? Is it the slasher? Is it the supernatural? Is it the I don't know, religious kind of like, oh, end of days? Like, what defines that for you?
1: Yeah. So for me, so this, so first of all, the list that I put together, uh, I got a quick list of 10. And it just so happened that the majority of these are are recent. Probably most of them are from the last eight to 10 years. Wow. uh, Because horror is at the top of its game right now. I mean, we'll talk about the classics. But for me, I'm not a big fan of monster movies. I'm not a big fan of zombie movies because to me, the scariest things are the things that have a chance at really happening. Okay, Mm -hmm. I think people are scarier than a monster or an animal. I mean, I like zombie movies are fun to watch and slashers are fun. Slashers aren't scary. They're more fun. Watch them with a group of people and you watch the Friday the 13th. So the Halloweens and shit. And those are fun, but they're not scary. Scary things to me are things that involve like people or things that involve like like the occult, like religious, Mm -hmm. like spiritual things, because, you know, I, I come from. A, a Catholic background you come from a, a very religious background so things like that like people like invading your spirituality or things like that are like supernatural things are, are obviously creepy because those always have a good sense of tension when you're watching a movie jump scares are fun but they kind of get old so for me like I think the more reality based the horror is that to me is is scary that's why that's why monster movies and, and zombie movies and stuff I'm like eh, that's fun but it, there's no such thing so they don't really scare me
2: Okay, so I know your list is going to be a lot more interesting than mine. Maybe, Uh, maybe not. So for me is I'm looking at my whole life. What fucking scared me? Yep. So something now might be like to you, like, dude, that's stupid. You were scared of that. Like, (laughs) yes, I was scared of that. (laughs) So let's get to your list first, because this is important. Now, are we doing this with you as in... All the way, number one is the best. No, or just name. The,
1: yeah, these are just Spot like tender. ten movies. Yeah.
2: Okay, so give me one number ten. All right. Be- with the advent of streaming services,
1: and I've talked about Shudder before, the this, the horror exclusive streaming service, and then streaming in general, horror is like it's it's at like its peak right now because a lot of these movie directors and producers are. are releasing things direct to streaming. You still have some good stuff in the theaters, but you can get a lot of things direct to streaming. So a lot of these movies I have, some of them, I'd probably say half of them are semi-popular. If you're a horror fan, you probably know all of them. And even if you're a casual fan, you probably know about half of them. And there's one from 2009. This is a movie called House of the Devil. And it's a movie about a young college girl who is really like hurting for money and she sees an ad to be like a house sitter. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a period movie. It takes place it looks it it's like filmed to take place in like the 80s. Um and she takes a job as a house sitter. She arrives at the house and she realizes that the job that she thought is not what it seems to be. And it's one of those movies you'll horror fans will talk about. I use a term called slow burn where some people think like nothing's happening for a while. But to me, I like those. It's like you, you the tension builds, you get kind of nervous, you know, that something's wrong. And that's the kind of movie that this is. And then it just explodes into just absolute insanity at the end. And you're like, you didn't see the ending coming. And I think that's what makes this one such a really good one. And this to me is like scary and pretty tension filled. And you, I th- most of these, all these movies I'm going to name, they're, they should all be available on streaming. They could be free depending on what you subscribe to, but they might be like a 2 $3 rental. So I think they're all out there. House of the Devil. 2009, yes.
2: So is that something that, you know, a lot of people uh, have complaints about, about horror? Like when they're like, oh, it took 20 hours. I'm not watching yeah. two hours to for the payoff. Yeah. Like
1: well, that annoy I mean, you? Because, well, because, yeah, because a lot of people want to see this Friday the 13th or the scream where there's somebody getting killed every 15 minutes or there's something, there's some action. But to me, building tension, building like that uncomfortable kind of environment in a movie and, and, and making you feel like, oh, like something's wrong. And you, like that, I like that. I like that.
2: Again, we're not going in order. Right. But I'll give you my quick number 10. And sure. that's the original Dracula with Bella Lugosi.
1: Absolutely, I remember
2: seeing that as a kid. Yep. Now it's stupid and kind of corny and stuff. Yep. There's a specific scene that scared me. Yep. And that is the scene where the camera's panning in, and it's like Dracula and the girls that he has are out of the casket, and that cinematography. Yep. And that visual of these three like vampire i don't know what you will call them mm-hmm. um and then they cut to him and his eyes and it gets closer and closer to him when i was little and i first saw that yep i was fucking frightened out of my mind those universal movies are fantastic they still hold up. i mean you take it for what it's worth
1: they're you know yeah. almost a hundred years old but you take it for what it's worth they're classics for a reason yeah
2: yeah that that in that specific scene and i like it because every halloween i always put on my i have that uh the universal box sets of all of them. I think I posted one of the things on there and it has, and I try to watch them chronologically. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this one is done. And then they did uh, Dracula, the Spanish version. And it's interesting when you hear about that stuff in the old universal, they would do a Spanish version of the same movie and they would keep the set and everything around at night. They kick all the English people, American English speaking. and, And then the Spanish crowd would use the same costumes and set and film their movie. Yep. Funny, Honey.
1: Funny. Yeah. Those movies are legendary. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Tom, number nine. All right. So, this is probably one thing we can talk about is like gore in horror movies. Mm-hmm. It has its place. If it's used well and sparingly, it has its place. The reason I bring that up is because this movie is straight up brutal, gory but it mixes in enough scares and thrills and chills and suspense and all that. I fucking love it. And it gets my vote as the, as my personal favorite horror remake of all time. Cause there's tons of remakes. That is evil dead from 2013. Now everybody who's a horror nerd, the, the original evil dead is like a cult classic. It's corny. It's cheesy. The special effects are wacky and goofy. Evil dead, 2013 spins the plot a little bit different. It takes them. It's a, the female is the main character instead of uh, Bruce Campbell. Who's the, the, the lead character. She's brought to a cabin in the woods, like in the original, but she's brought to a cabin in the woods. Cause she has an addiction problem and they're trying to get her to kind of calm down and, and kind of get off of kind of h- help herself and cure herself for, of her addiction. Long story short, one of the guys in the cabin finds the book of the dead. That is the key element to the evil dead movie. And shit just goes fucking haywire. It's gory. It's graphic. It's brutal. But it's so well-made. It's so scary. The end, It's got one of the greatest ending set pieces in a movie. It, it's it's really? fantastic. I love
2: it. All right. Nine. I'll, Tom, I'll quickly just tell you. Mine was another one that scared the shit out of me and still kind of scares the shit out of me. And I still don't like going into the ocean. And that is Jaws. I know of it's course. silly.
1: Nope, it's not silly.
2: But it scared the fucking shit out of me when of I was it little. And it's still to this day, especially now that... You know, the whole point of Jaws, the movie, is that a great white shark is not supposed to be in these waters. Now, they great are. white sharks are all over the Cape. All yep. over Cape Cod. Yep. And I used to have an app that would let me know when I'd go to the Cape so often. the last Oh, yeah. Episode, that would say, uh, let you know if there's a shark spotted, you don't go to this beach and stuff. Mm-hmm. I fucking took it off because it was just like, shark, shark shark. Yep. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yep. But that whole thing and it was the I think the beginning of the whole summer, it was the first summer blockbuster of the summer movie where the creature isn't revealed, you don't see it. You have to watch mm-hmm. the movie. They mm-hmm. scare you with what it is. And that first thing, yeah, chum some of this shit yep. and he throws that stuff out and that shark pops up. Like, shitless. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Still great. Still great. Yep. Yeah, that's mine. All, All right. Go. I got another one here,
1: and this falls under the what, what people like to call the found footage category, kind of like those Blair Witch movie type things where it's taken with a handy cam. It's like kind of looks like you're in the, the point of view of the they person. They made
2: it a genre. They made it Blair a witch.
1: They made it. A, that's a full blown genre. Oh, yeah, Jeez. absolutely. Some people love it. Some people hate it. If they're well done, I love them like this
2: one. Dude, I'll this, is movie, this is a movie.
1: This is a movie. Well, some of them, if if it's shaky like Blair,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, if, if it's shaky like Blair Witch, they can get you sick. But most of them are are okay. So this is one I discovered through that Shutter app, and it's a movie called Hell House LLC. Not many movies scare me. I'm not really scared. This movie, legitimately, has some 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 chilling scenes in it. So it's a movie about a group of people who took over an abandoned hotel and tried to turn it into a haunted house attraction like you see like at halloween you know like like a uh, spooky world you know so it was an abandoned hotel they bought it they took it over and they tried to make it all scary with little mannequins and zombie clowns and scary music and chandeliers and cobwebs and shit and shit goes sideways because they realized later on why the hotel was abandoned um it's extremely well made it's fucking scary And after this, because this was so successful, the director created two more, made a trilogy out of it. The the second and the third one are okay. I mean, if you're interested in the the story, you can watch them. You don't need to watch them. First one is great. This one came out in 2015. Hell House LLC. If you're a horror nerd, you probably know about this one. Very, very
2: creepy. Do these movies have like the same actors in all these
1: no, they're all movies. just independent. They're all independent made and they get released to, to streaming because they know that they don't have a big enough budget or a big enough audience for a theatrical release. So they just drop them on streaming. Yep. And, and then if make and money,
2: if, then how do they make money?
1: Because they sell that they sell them. So, for example, Shutter bought this. So they sell it. And then if the movie is successful, then they'll release like a DVD or a Blu-ray for collectors who want to buy
2: like a physical product. And they can still make money from that. Oh, the
1: budgets on these movies are nothing. The budgets on these movies are like a couple hundred thousand dollars. If, if that, I think Hell House LLC was like two, three hundred thousand dollar budget, which is they're which not is, like Ed Wood Productions, right? No, 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 these are like real, no, these are like real films. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, yeah.
2: All right, Tom. Um, number eight, <laughs> Uh-oh. this, <laughs> this has. One of my favorite lines from college. Uh Uh-oh. That's got a top 10 rape scene in it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I spit on your grave. We're not condoning that
1: type of comment. (laughs) We just went to school with somebody who...
2: Go ahead. And who said that? Someone, of course, we were getting movies uh, at the place next to ho Yan. Oh, God. (laughs) Remember that movie place? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we ended up getting the German bore. The piss G- inferno? <laughs> inferno. If well,
1: you're new to dome damage, check out our previous Shout yeah. Out podcast episodes. Where we talk about that.
2: Yeah. So, our buddy, I'll, I, I think he'd be embarrassed. To say, I won't even say who it was. Don't. Found this and was like, oh, let's get this. This has a top 10 rape scene. And I'm like, dude, how many movies and why do you rank rape scenes?
1: The fact that you have a category
2: called rape scenes is (laughs) fucking alarming. But But that movie was about that woman. Yep. She got, like, abused by all these people. And then she went out murdering everybody afterwards. It's a little fucked up. And in terms
1: of remakes, they remade that. And the yes. remake is very difficult to watch. Very it's worse. Different. It's I think it's worse. It's oh, not as no. it's not it's not as like grimy and nasty as the original. It's just it's very difficult to watch. Now, it's do tough. you
2: remember they sometimes had it by a different name? Correct? Like Any yeah, of the woman, a woman's revenge?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think the American version of it was I spit on your grave. But I think a lot of these movies get like uh, get get releases in like other other parts of the world. And uh, I think, yeah, I think it had a different, yeah, it was like the woman's, something like that. Yeah.
2: When I look it up to try to get the name of that movie, I the first thing comes up on Google. I spit on your grave. Is it 2010 American rape and revenge horror film?
1: This is one of my favorite quotes. The film remains highly controversial, even being considered to be one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> Day of the Woman. That's it. Originally titled. And the scary thing is there are like a billion sequels, both remake sequels. And like, so the remake, they made a remake. Then they made, I spit on your grave two, I spit on your grave three. Vengeance is mine. I mean, like that, 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 that is a really fucked up like group of movies there.
2: Particularly the lengthy depictions of gang rape. Brutal. Take up 30 minutes of the films. Ugh. runtime.
1: Yeah, That's awful.
2: What else was in, in, uh, so-and-so's, uh, Top 10 list. <laughs> Ugh, was it? Brutal. Brutal. Yeah. I spit on your grave. I remember it's a, that. It's a good
1: one. It's a good one. Uncomfortable. Uh, I got one from 2005. This is unique because it's an all female cast. And this one's a little bit more popular. This is called the descent. This is about a group of um, women friends who get together kind of like a reunion type thing. And they decide to go cave exploring. If you are a claustrophobic person. There are scenes in this movie that are extreme. I never realized that you could be claustrophobic, but from watching something, there are scenes in this movie where you have to like, you, you have to turn away because they're in caves, put it that way. But the thing that they weren't prepared for is what else is in the caves with them. Fucking incredible movie and they made a sequel which is not great of course like most sequels go but the descent came out in 2005 this one has gained a lot more popularity especially with streaming services it's on all the time very very good very very creepy and scary and some difficult scenes to watch
2: yeah i just um i just uh, for me i probably wouldn't be able to do that it's tough Anytime I think of like fucking going crawling through a hole and then getting stuck and dying in that fucking hole, mm-hmm. oh, I think I'd rather burn and fucking <laughs> in fucking and then that. It's it's a
1: tough one. Yep.
2: Oh. Anyways, uh, Tom, I'll take number seven, and this one is just sometimes I just can't deal. And these are a this is a popular film. I just can't deal with fucking. Violence just to make you like, squ- like, no purpose. It's just over the top. Yep. And that's hostile. Oh, yeah. Brutal. I saw that movie and I'm Brutal. like, what the fuck? See, those they're that's not really even scary. psychos in this world yeah. that do shit like this. It was just, it makes everything so gross. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking living in someone's house in uh, Budapest yeah. because I don't want to pay for a hotel. And the uh, next thing you know, they're, People that are bidding on me for ways to murder me. Yep. Like what the fuck?
1: Brutal. Those are the, yeah, that's what I mean. About, it's just not scary. It's just, you just look away and just like, like it's yeah, fucking like, that's
2: what I think of a horror movie. Yeah. Hostel is fucked
1: up. It is. That's a good pick. It's, it's, it's a terrible one. Uh, this is another one from 2015. This is another kind of a off the, off the beaten path, kind of deeper cut. I discovered this through streaming. I think it, it got a Blu-ray release. This movie this is a movie called We Are Still Here. And it's a movie about a family that buys a house and you think that the house is is haunted and it kind of is but they realize that there's something kind of possessing this house. Um it's not like the Amityville Horror, it's not like Paranormal Activity, two great movies. Something worse is going on in this house. And this is another one of those movies where there's a lot of tension it's very creepy, it's very unsettling, and by the time the end of the movie comes, you are like what in the fuck just happened? It goes off the rails and it's great special effects, that's all I'll say, but that this is a good one. I think this one is on a few different streaming services called We Are Still Here. And it stars, if you're a horror geek, it stars the smoking hot Barbara Crampton who used to who was in Reanimator Hello, Barbara. Hello, Barbara. She was in reanimator. She was in chopping mall. Do you remember that one from the 80s? No. Oh, terrible. But as she got older, she kind of embraced like that Scream Queen thing. So now she plays like a milfy kind of horror movie plate mom. It's pretty hot. But, anyways, oh. check it out.
2: Sounds like that was one of those awful like HBO Skinamax movies in the 80s that are always on cable.
1: Yeah. Chopping mall. <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs>
2: Was that next to Scavenger Hunt or Saturday the Fourteenth?
1: <laughs> oh, that is so bad. That is one of the worst parody movies ever made. It had
2: the chick from Give Me a Break. that I used to think it was really cute. The who, older to- system. Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> no, from Give Me a Break. Not. Oh, n- no. <laughs> no, I'm of, oh
1: no! No, oh no! facts of life. Jesus oh, Christ,
2: Tootie. No, I was thinking of Natalie. You no, know, that's the reason why they named my daughter Natalie. I'm like, it's like is it facts of life? <laughs> yeah, because because when I think of Natalie, I think of the fat chick from Facts of Life. Jesus. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you, know, you get up uh, getting all you know upset about it. Getting upset. Yeah. Uh, number six for me. Yeah. Uh wrong turn. Yes. Oh, great pick. First of all, Elijah Dushko. looks she needs she needs some loving. She's oh, Watertown's yeah. own. Yeah, Watertown, Mass. That's yeah. right. Yep. Um, and then she got with Rick Fox. Not the fucking Which moron. One? The one That's from... Jo- joining fucking some fucking local hero shop fucking say- podcast venture. You- no, not that Rick Fox. Rick Fox, the one that won championships for the Celtics and Lakers. Well, I
1: used Rick- to bang Vanessa Williams. Oh, I
2: used to bang everyone. He was a good-looking man. <laughs> hey, I'm Rick Fox. <laughs> anyway. Uh, wrong turn I can't deal with those inbreeding Three scary people. scary Fucking disgusting And then like you know when they end up like Hiding in their house or trying To avoid these three inbreds Going around fucking The premise is that people Get lost in this backwards West Virginia kind of like They got whatever happened In uh the deliverance yep. And that people just for the time Vanish in these woods and it's these fucking inbreds that are like murdering people and eating them and shit. And they're so disgusting and slimy looking. And they're creepy and they just know those woods and you can't avoid them. I, I just, I fucking couldn't stand that. I was just so, it, so it,
1: creeped out. And what's even scarier is that they made six of those. Oh. And, and 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 they're fucking disgusting as they continue. Parts, the, the first one's the best one because it's like a movie. Yeah. After that, They tried to see how they tried to see how disgusting the kills could be. But they're awful. But those are good movies. And that's what I'm talking about. That kind of shit could happen. We could take a road trip and get stuck. And be
2: like a bunch of fucking inbreds chasing. Yeah, us.
1: exactly. Yeah. Like fuck that. I'm not going back to Nashville because of these people are <laughs> yeah. fucking gonna be living there. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love all doesn't I'm, happen. I'm kidding. I'm saying that I'm joking for all our Nashville listeners you want to hear Rick Fox, the musician. <laughs> I'm i teasing, of course.
2: But regardless, uh, that's my six.
1: Nice. All right, I got another one that's that's kind of popular amongst the horror community here. This is a movie from 2012 starring Ethan Hawke. This is called Sinister. This one is highly disturbing and very, very creepy, very scary. It has jump scares. It has atmosphere. It has everything. Ethan Hawke plays uh, a writer that's kind of struggling. They move into the house. He doesn't tell his family why they got such a good deal on the house, but they got a good deal on the house because the entire family was murdered in it or died in it. Um, And while he's kind of taking his time writing his book, He discovers these boxes of these home movies and he watches them and you can't see who's filming the home movies, but each home movie is just these brutal, brutal, horrific depictions of families being killed by just increasingly horrific, disgusting, terrifying ways and come to find out like who's behind it all. And what is actually going on in that house? They made a sequel It's kind of shitty, of course, But uh, this one is very, very well regarded. uh, It's called Sinister. 2012 Ethan Hawke. Very, very creepy. Sometimes tough to watch with some of the scenes in there.
2: And this movie was Ethan Hawke, right? Correct. Yep. Ethan Hawke. The guy plays in a lot of those, like, what do you call it? Series that he did. So he was in the original Purge, wasn't he?
1: Correct. Yep. He was actually just in the brand new horror movie that's getting a lot of accolades called The Black
2: Phone. Speaking Uh, of The Purge. Yes. That was in one of my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movies. Rope with Jimmy Stewart. It's a great movie. Speaking of like fucking weird underlining shit, there's a lot of like, they didn't say it, but because there were gay characters, but they couldn't say gay characters. There's a lot of underlining shit in that movie. Absolutely. And at at one point, they were trying to impress Professor James Stewart. Yeah. We'd say, yeah, well, I don't think why. There's a lot of idiots in this world. We should have a day one day celebrate it where we can get rid of people and kill it. The Strong Survived and became a movie 40, 50, 60, I don't know, years later, right? That's
1: right. Yep. Good call. One. Yep.
2: Uh, all right. So number five for me, Tom, um, you know this movie. I remember this. I thought it was scary at first and it seemed on the line of the new, a new kind of a series like Friday the 13th, but it wasn't to be. And that was that movie, April Fool's Day.
1: Oh, I love that movie, dude. There were like a lot of hot chicks in that movie. Still love that movie. Yes, that's a
2: fun one. So tell me about it. Why do you like it? I'm curious. I like it. First of all, I
1: love the cast. It's got a lot of 80s. It's got Biff from Back to the Future. It's got like just
2: it's got funny. It's It's got got, it's got the tulip from just one of the guys. Yes. Oh, him too. Yeah. And it's got and it's got the chick who played the
1: final girl in Friday the 13th part Two, the blonde girl. Uh, it's got Deborah Foreman from
2: Valley Girl. Remember that movie from the eighties with Nicolas Cage? Is that, was that right next to the video uh store uh display of the Coca Cola Kid? <laughs> that, those were like eighties movies, always in that. And it was also
1: was it also next to Mac and Me? <laughs> <laughs> But that no that's a, it's a fun movie the cast is fun the plot is great and of course the the twist ending is just fantastic it's a fun it's a fun movie I would call that a really good starter movie for somebody that's not into horror like say say you're with your your, your wife or your girlfriend and they're not really horror fans this is a good movie to watch with them cuz it's a, it's a fun movie and it's there's really no on screen violence mostly it's all
2: kind of yeah, implied you, and the way the plot goes you're yeah. like, kind of like playing along with how the characters are figuring out. Like, yeah, we're just here to hang out with our buddies and then shit starting to come around and they're trying to piece things together. So I liked movie; I thought it was fun movie.
1: It is a fun one. Yep. All right. Here's one, another one from 2015. This is the big year. This is a movie that I'm surprised it, it didn't get more popularity. I'm not sure why, maybe because it just couldn't really fit into a genre, but it stars Kurt Russell. And this is the, this is the rare movie that is a western slash horror movie this is called bone tomahawk all right kurt russell's in it it's about these guys who are on a mission to try to find out i see i don't want to spoil anything put it this way kurt russell leads a group of guys who go on a mission they go on a on a journey and when they get to where they need to be it's fucking insane. And I will tell you this of all the horror movies I've ever seen in my life, this movie right here has either the worst or the second worst on-screen kill of a character in any movie <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Oh no. Yeah. But it's the the thing that's so cool about this is that it's a western, but it's a horror movie. And I, I can't really think of another movie that falls into that genre. But Kurt Russell's the star, fucking fun, fun
2: movie, Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> Good. Get a, somebody bring me the bone saw. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It's good. It's a. This is a. Yikes. This is a good. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four for me. We've talked about it on our show a few times. Yeah. Um, uh, and that is Witchboard with Tawny katane Oh, yes, yes. Because I do not like fucking supernatural shit. Yep. And that whole fucking witch board thing and the thing moving and it's talking and like, and so also good. the camera angle, there's a lot of cheesiness. 80s. Oh yeah. Like the, uh, I don't know if he's the bad guy, but like the good guys nemesis to pick up Tawny contained. That guy is so eighties with this. Dude. dude, wasn't oh, that the guy that was in that show manimal or like, I like, don't know. He's, he like he's like the he, guy he, from Battlestar Galactica, the original he, one.
1: And he's like, oh, well, you know, if you take the Ouija board and place it with the like, dude, settle down with your, with your suit and everything. Oh, he's oh, a yeah. horrible
2: character. He's so yeah, funny. Yeah, the acting is horrible. Oh, it's awful. It's, and but then you got malfader Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the character. He plays guitar for Soundgarden. <laughs> yes, Malfader And <laughs> when they start looking him up and then <sighs> see that creepy photo of him, Yes, and then when he first appears out of no—oh my god, dude! Where, it's it's it so good. The fuck out of me, and you know, I picked I, that. I, up, I'm with you. I think in uh, at Stonehill at college we watched that.
1: That's a that's a good one. It's a great '80s movie.
2: Tony Kudler, she plays she's such a fucking bozo in that movie. But oh, oh she looked she was looking good, she was looking man. good before she got all that fucking surgery. Whoa.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, here's a, here's. Here. <laughs> Here's another (laughs) how did that even fit in? (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking about Tony (laughs) (laughs) continual. Like what the fuck (laughs) happened there? (laughs) She
2: she, well, you you're aware that she had a major IBS problem, Tom. No, no, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> making that up. So, someone's gonna be like, Oh, Tony she had at IBM.
1: Oh, Tony Katane she's not in any videos anymore because she's sh- <laughs> shitting all over David Coverdale's
2: hood.
0: She can't be in any in white space.
2: Uh, hey, can somebody wipe that dookie off the fucking Jaguar? <laughs> Dude, she <laughs> the poor lady's passed on. I mean, let's be nice. Come oh, on. Oh, Jesus,
1: that's right. I totally forgot. Oh, hey, see no, that? Now okay. I feel bad. All right, so my next one, this one's a little bit more popular. Um this is like a horror thriller type movie. Um it's from 2016, another more recent one. This is called Don't Breathe. This is one that it it's and it actually the 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 female star of this is the female star of Evil Dead 2013 the remake, Jane Levy. Oh, she's hot. Um so Ooh. so the plot of this one is these three these three punks, kind of like delinquent kids. And what they do is they're like, they're, they're professional, not professional, but they, they do a lot of breaking and entering, uh, robbing people and stuff. They get a tip that the, this, uh, Gulf war veteran, uh, has like a stash of money or whatever that's worth, you know, half a million dollars in his house. And like, oh, this guy's a fucking old war vet. We can take care of this. No problem. And they find out that he's, they, they f- learn that he's blind. And they're like, oh, this is going to be fucking easy. They break into the house. A they realize it's not going to be as easy as they thought B they realize that this guy is more than a Gulf war veteran and it's fucking insane. This one is highly, highly recommended. It's more of a thriller. It's got some horror aspect, but it's more, it's more of just tension and thriller stuff. It's it's called don't breathe. They made a sequel. I didn't see it. I heard it sucked. There was no need for a sequel, but this one's really, really good. Don't breathe.
2: All right. Yes. Um, Number 3 for me. I got into horror movies and then this whole series when I saw the third installment of this series. And that was Nightmare on Elm Street 3.
1: Yes. So probably the, I got probably into the best it after one
2: the, the docking stuff. Yep. And the way they advertised it, I remember it like had like that hard rock hair metal fucking like to, like, it seemed like it was advertising to people like me that would buy a circus magazine that mm-hmm. liked hard rock music. Uh, and I didn't know nightmare on Elm street one or two. I did not remember them coming out, but I remember when three came out and I must've watched that movie a hundred times, watched mm-hmm. it over and over again. And then I went backwards and got into it. And I still thought three was better than any of them. Mm-hmm. A little bit more character driven. The acting was a little bit better Uh, The music, you got the song, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: This this is probably the, this is the rare horror franchise where like the third one is considered like the best one. It's got the best story. It's got the best kind of special effects and kills. It's got the music. Freddy is like at the top of his game. Cause I'm not a big fan of those nightmare and L street movies. I think they're kind of stupid, but this one's, this one's definitely probably my favorite. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, I thought they got better. Like they were moving better. Like storyline wise three and then four was better. Uh, not better than three, but I think four was better than the originals. I mean, the original ones had some actually actors in it, like John Saxon, the guy that was in fucking Bruce Lee movies. Yep. Um, and I thought that you know when I go back and see them, like they were okay. Yeah, they were pretty good, but three stood out to me it's like he's like a better version of all the Nightmare on Elm Street stuff.
1: Hmm. That no, it's a it's definitely a good one. All right, so if you're a horror nerd like me, you understand that uh, foreign films are pretty friggin' amazing when it comes to horror. Um, especially, you get the Italian, the Spanish, you get the Asian horror. A lot of those things are amazing. There's a movie. Now, I talked to you earlier about things that like that are. It's very difficult to like scare me. I'm, 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 I'm a I'm a harsh horror movie critic. A grown ass man. I'm a grown ass man. This movie is like i don't know how to say it other than scary this is a fucking scary movie it is an indonesian movie it's in subtitles i've watched many movies in subtitles you get used to it after a while it's called satan's slaves 2017 it's a remake of the original that came out in the 70s which is not that good i think it came out in the 70s this one came out in 2017 it's about a family uh it's very family oriented um one of the Uh, relatives passes away from a mysterious illness and after that it just becomes very to me very scary um put it this way there's a little bell that rings that's involved in this movie that when you hear that that's
2: my anxiety has already gone
1: through. Yeah, this hours. one is really. I'm telling you, the foreign horror movies—they find a way to tap into something that American horror can't do, and this one is fucking incredible. Very, very scary for me, and that's that's high praise because I don't really give that to a lot of movies.
2: Well, the Supernaturals what controls for me that get yep. me going,
1: and that's and this the, is Supernatural.
2: Yep. Yeah, and uh, I'll continue on that theme. And Number two for me is mm-hmm. The Omen. Oh, I, I fucking yep. I remember seeing it as a kid. I remember the warnings on WSBK in Boston when they were the movie and Dana Hersey, Dana Hersey. Um, it was just first of all, Gregory Peck looks like he's seventy five. Why does he have a kid that's like fucking three or four years old?
1: Well, Lee Remick <laughs> looks like she's like sixty. They have like a fucking <laughs> two year old. What are you, what are you guys doing? <laughs>
2: There's so many scenes in that. When that oh. fucking guy from the Titanic with, with the Dutch boy fucking hairdo, <laughs> his name, that character actor. Yeah. Yeah, he actually just recently passed. He's a good actor. Um, and he's like, Yeah, because I this one of me. And you'll know what I mean when he shows that picture and yep. like and he's like, What the fuck? And then the dogs, that fucking that scene with the dogs, that, that fucking nurse and that um uh, what is she, the nanny lady? Oh Holy fucking scary lady. Uh, dude, and that movie
1: came out in 19 that, that came out in 1976. That's that was the era when they started making like horror like films, like satanic ex- shit, like the exorcist, the, the omen. You had rosemary's baby not long before that. And and they were they starred like top-tier actresses and were like films,
2: dude. Th- and then none of that, none of that beats. Uh Damien, Damien. Oh, it's all for you. <laughs> it's all for you. It. It's like what what we do when we have to listen to what Sonny picks for us for oh. music album reviews. Sonny, Sonny, it's all for you. <laughs> uh next week's pick is Heat One. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> but but the omen is just it's holy awesome.
1: Fuck. It's awesome. Very yeah. great. That's a great pick. It's a great and pick.
2: And it's scary. And that, that's yep. what I think of.
1: Yep. Great one. All right. Uh, here's an, here's another one for me. This is my last one. This is yeah. another one from 2016 because I'm sticking with kind of all the modern stuff. I like that Zeus is picking classics. And this was not planned at all. We didn't discuss our yeah. picks at all. This one falls under the category of supernatural tension. Very scary. Very creepy. What the fuck is going on? This is a movie called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. This one's gotten a little bit more popularity over the years. So it's a story of a father and son that work in um, a morgue or whatever, wherever they do autopsies. And the father is, is that the son is learning on like what to do. So they get this body delivered of this uh, young woman whose body is in pristine, perfect condition, no signs of trauma, no signs of anything. So he goes through the regular steps and he teaches his son about checking everything and looking for trauma or signs of wounds, et cetera. And they can't find anything exterior wise. They continue their investigation. And what they end up discovering is if you're paying attention, you might, you can probably figure it on your own, but then once the reveal is there, Then the movie flips and then it becomes just really, really creepy, supernatural, some jump scares, some stuff very, very well made. This is this one is a I've seen this a few times. It still gets me. 2016, the autopsy of Jane Doe. No graphic violence, no gore, really um, just really good tension, good scares, good acting uh, in good writing. This is a a good one. Wow. Yep.
2: Yep. The last one I'm going to leave you with, because I like to pick some of these two, because I want to get your opinion. There's a lot of classics we haven't even touched. Uh, of course. it's always next year. um, And that's The Exorcist, Tom. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. So, yeah. to me, there's nothing more scary than that. The whole, the devil's in you and fucking all that it's shit. Kid, it's your
1: kid. It's your, it's your yeah. child.
2: Oh, and the just the supernatural aspect of it yep. all. And then, like you know, the fucking and the, there are different uh, other Exorcist movies too. Mm-hmm. So we could always go back and pick a bunch of them. Three is actually very three
1: good. three is fantastic, very underrated.
2: Oh, uh, but the uh, the whole one, yep, is just. But there is a plot point that I need to pick out, and I always talk about this if somebody mentions this movie because there's there's an issue I have with this movie. Okay. Fucking Father Karis, cannot this. be a fucking Catholic priest. It drives me fucking nuts. Specifically because he's off the boat. His mom yeah. speaks like there are no Catholics in Greece. They're all fucking Greek Orthodox Christians. Why? So I feel like that was like a flaw in the script. Why did they give him a Greek last name? Why did they make him Greek? They made him Greek. He's speaking what? Greek to his mother. Why? Why? Because I you- mean, like all the old, old, old stuff is you know all the old churches in christianity were in greece and rome no, like, and all right, of, right i get it if they want to use that aspect but you can't make him a fucking catholic <laughs> right <laughs> like, it, like you should maybe oh we'll bring this guy in too i mean you can be a greek priest but i mean but i get it more people understand if it's a catholic guy because more catholics obviously yeah. but then make him fucking something else yeah father fucking guido sarducci whatever his <laughs> name is from snl like, you can't have him like that that's just so stupid it doesn't yeah. work doesn't I know what all fucking Catholic stuff. It's just whatever the movie still
1: till this day. Yep. Just now, think of that. That again, like the Omen came out in 76, The Exorcist came out in 72. Think of that 1972. They made this movie with those and effects. No graphic
2: killing. No, all it is, all of a sudden you're like the table shakes or this and that, or the, the body gets up and it says anything. He's fucking head spin, like, yeah. It's just way over the top spookiness. It it still carries. Yep. It still works. I just, I like, you know, my kid will ask me, oh, I want to see The Exorcist. I'm like, you're not fucking seeing The Exorcist. I like as a 12 and 13, 14 year old. Yeah. That movie will keep you up more so than any fucking slasher. Slasher. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and we left out, or I left out. Again, I'm glad Zeus brought us some classics. I stuck with the modern stuff. I mean, the classics. I mean, you don't need us to tell you how great Halloween 1978 is, or how great Psycho is, which is fantastic. We'll get into
2: and we'll 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 have where you talk about those. And you know, we're not just going to bang this list out just now. We'll do it every year.
1: Right, right. But uh, but yeah, we wanted we wanted to share this. I mean, if again, pretty much every movie that we've named should be available on streaming depending on what you subscribe to they might be free it might be a couple bucks rental kind of like in the old days when you would actually pay to rent movies and didn't didn't complain about it now it's like i'm not paying a dollar 99 for that movie back then you pay like
2: five bucks for like a 24-hour rental because you have like five fucking streaming services plus cable right like what the fuck i have to pay for this
1: (laughs) exactly yep
2: that's why people get annoyed but I I do love the fact that I haven't seen any of the movies you listed.
1: That's why I, I picked them. I didn't.
2: I, I've never even heard of any of these movies.
1: That's why I picked them. That's why I. Pick, and I'm glad that you picked a great mixed list of some of the legends with
2: some of the. It's a. It's a. Per, that's why this was. I out wanted perfectly. to pick stuff that I wanted to hear what you thought.
1: Yeah. No, your list is fantastic. All of them amazing. Right. Absolutely. Great.
2: So that wraps up Tom and Zeus's first ever Halloween picks. Volume one. And again, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate it. Please check us out
1: online. Check out our website, shout it If this is your first time listening to us, that's our website to cover all of our shows and all of our content. And let us know if you've seen these movies, if you haven't watched them, check them out. Tell us what you think of everything that we've talked about tonight.
0: Yeah.
2: And uh, feedback feedback is the best, especially on Tom's movie site. I mean, the ones, you know of my that I picked, It's great, but I want to hear What you guys think after seeing these movies And that's why we did this episode So thank you everyone, till next time Peace out, Girl Scout